My name is Matt Brown. It's an honor. Acknowledge your tribal chief yes, first. Sir. And let's start the show. I believe it when this man say he gonna whoop your ass. What up? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023, and we have a SummerSlam preview coming at you. And don't forget, I want to emphasize this and remind you throughout the show that we are live streaming SummerSlam 2023 right on our YouTube channel, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Be there and watch SummerSlam with us. And before we get in our actual preview and tell you what we think is going to happen, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter slash X at Pod, TikTok at Productive Conversations, and we're on YouTube and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So that's right. SummerSlam 2023 is about to unfold this weekend. Wrestling is definitely getting more popular in the mainstream. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman on first take, which you just heard in this intro. And I mean, they gave them a solid few segments on that show. That's how you know wrestling is worth talking about. And we've been doing it since the start of the show, and we're going to continue with it. Now, we're going to also do our third ever productive conversations live stream, the third ever productive cast, where me, Ryan, and Jose, who will join us in a few minutes, and they will also join us on our YouTube page as we are going to watch this event live. And it's going to be a lot of fun going to start it right when the show starts 8 p.m. and we're going to really enjoy it and hopefully we see some legitimate wrestling history and we'll see it live and we will say remember when this happened and we can watch the show together and it'll be a good time so don't forget that most of all the productive cast this saturday 8 p.m. live on youtube check us out then and we'll have and then we will continue this great month we have more shows coming at you You know, we won't do a reaction show because we're doing a live reaction and we'll talk about the event for a few minutes after that. And, you know, that's killing two birds with one stone and it should be really good. So we'll see um, how accurate these predictions are about to be. So the live stream this Saturday, 8 p.m., it's going to be a good time, everybody. The Productive Cast. Productive Cast number three, our first ever wrestling one. And uh, this is our first non-football related one, and it should be a good time. I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I hope you all are. You all are, too. And just for other things this weekend... uh, uh, we hopefully I can finally see Barbenheimer. That's the goal, so we can react to it on next Thursday show. That's the goal for there. Monday we'll we'll have a regular baseball show. That's the plan, especially reacting to what happened with the Mets and the Yankees specifically, the lack of moves the Yankees made, and all the very eye-opening Mets moves. And the reactions, uh, people going back and forth, Mets players throwing, or I should say former Mets players throwing the front office under the bus. The front office has to come out and retract what Max Scherzer said. Uh, We're going to get all into it. 
and uh, see what happens this weekend with the two New York teams. As I'm recording this, the Mets are losing to a historically bad Kansas City Royal team. And the Yankees are finally showing some offense for once after the fire Cashman chants getting louder and louder and louder. So hopefully the Yankees can salvage something with their season this weekend. Please avoid a sweep against Tampa. And then you're going to play Houston, who has, I don't know, only embarrassed us, kicked our ass, and made us look like fools since 2015. And let's see if... uh, Anything can change after that. I don't know. We'll ultimately see. But I, uh, you know, despite the Yankees frustrating me more than ever, I still hope this team wins and shows some life. But we'll get all into that on Tuesday. But for now, and then making fun of the Mets on Tuesday as well, and the, the other teams who are stepping up, it should be a lot of fun. But let's focus on wrestling right now. Let's switch gears. Let us preview WrestleMania 2023. And let's see where this all goes, and let's have a fun conversation. Ryan and Jose, it's your guys' turn. Let's talk SummerSlam. Here we go. Matt from Norwalk. Uh, let's see. Matt Brown wants to know. This is a very productive conversation. SummerSlam 2023. The biggest party of the summer. Detroit, Michigan, Saturday night, 8 p.m. And also, don't forget to check our reaction live right on this YouTube page. 8 p.m. We are doing our third ever productive cast live streaming SummerSlam 2023 and you will get our live reactions right there. So joining yep. us for the show and the live stream our crew, Jose and Ryan. Good to see you guys. Good to see, see you, Matt. How's it going? Oh, good. Can't complain. The weather's been really good up here. <laughs> yeah, um, it's cool down here too. And we'll take it until... uh. It, it strikes again. So <laughs> talking about things that are hot and popping. SummerSlam 2023. There's a lot of things to look forward to. A lot of mainstream. A lot of it hitting the mainstream. A lot of things. A lot of people discussing this event. And it should be very interesting. So before we actually get into the event itself and we do our thing for every preview show preview the matches and make our predictions. I want to talk about the lack of matches, which has been a big criticism coming into this. There's no Becky Lynch participating with Trish Stratus. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to be in it, despite being the undisputed tag team champions. No LA Knight advertised and all this other stuff going on. And uh, I want to start with that, guys. What do you think about the lack of, of big stars coming into this card? So they did get LA Knight on SmackDown. Uh, there's the a battle slim, royal. yeah, the Slim Jim Battle Royal seems to be unfortunately where LA Knight is going to live. In fairness, it looks like Sheamus is there, and there's like a oh, non-zero. Then I guess ch- it's going to be okay then. Then there's the non-zero chance that uh, Bobby Lashley makes uh, his in-ring return after creating this new faction, or in the midst of creating this new faction, also in the Slim Jim Battle Royal, and that's all just the SmackDown side. So um, the Slim Jim Battle Royal is going to get a lot of folks into this. And you get, what, respect? That's what's on the line? Or a Slim Jim. I don't know. In fairness, Macho Man, hey, the like first major <laughs> spokesperson, right? So, you know what? There's some there's some wrestling history with Slim Jim um, that they can play off of. I don't think they will. I think they just need to, you know, 
have the graphic on the ring mat for the for the advertisers but uh so they do have a few of them but yeah i agree i the the women's thing in particular i mean no offense to kevin and sammy but they've been screwed pretty much since winning the title so i wasn't expecting anything different um Mm -hmm. in in terms of them but uh how how are we not getting becky and trish and how is rhea ripley not defending the title again and dom doesn't have a match Priest doesn't have a match. There's only one Judgment Day match. It's the, the World Heavyweight title. And I know that that's going to be an all-encompassing thing, more than likely. We'll get to that when we do our predictions. But she's got to defend this title. Uh, yes, she's super, pop- <laughs> no, she's super popular. But, in, but before WrestleMania, she felt like the thing in Judgment Day, right? And now right. she doesn't. Dom and fit like literally all three of the guys have surpassed her in terms of importance to judgment day. And I know I'm going to get heat like heat with people for saying that, but it's true. She squashed Natty three times. She had one. I mean, it was a good match because of the hometown crowd reaction with Zelina Vega, but it wasn't a long match. She's done nothing since winning this title. And that was the best match of WrestleMania for Christmas sake. Like, what are you doing? She's. It's insane that the women got disrespected like this. Again, Trish and Becky. I mean, that could be so many. That could be a tag team match. That could be the three on three tag team match. They could have done anything to put them on the card. Um, and I mean, I know we said no matches. Eight's still a lot of matches. I do get that. And then nine, if uh, the Grayson Waller rumors are true, um, and I think they are probably. Um, or something to that effect is probably true. Grayson Waller is going to do something with the WWE legend, but um, that's still like, what are we doing? I get it; it's a lot of matches, but some people have to be on the card, and if that means you have to, you know, make some tag matches or whatever, you have to. Maybe you have to throw freaking Ricochet and Logan Paul into the Slim Jim. I don't know, but you got to make room for some people other for some other people on this card. Cause there's too many, like there's too many names missing. There's too many names missing and too many real stories. Not even just names, real stories that have been going on for months. They're now going to have to wait until raw or SmackDown after SummerSlam to get any sort of payoff. And that doesn't, that's just not right. It's not good. The fans, the fans aren't going to care. Interesting. Well, I mean, I heard Trish Stratus is still injured. I think that's the reason why it's not in SummerSlam. And Kevin Owens is injured. Trish has been complaining, as is Becky Lynch on social media. So yeah. If, yeah, if but that's the, the case, I took a no picture Trish. for SummerSlam. Well, I, well, I got that part, but I think that's the reason why they waited two weeks in, in Canada is because Trish's nose is still busted. Like That's I said, Trish has Monday. voiced her concern without being on the card. So well, course, she seems to think she can that. go. <laughs> she seems to think she can go, as does Becky. No, I don't think that I don't think either of them would have said something if they weren't if they knew they weren't cleared to go. I don't think either neither of them strikes me as that kind of person that would, you know, talk back about management unless they really felt that they had been wronged. I mean, Becky's well, a consummate WWE, you know, you know, spokesperson. Trish again legend wwe legend 100 wwe person i don't think that they would be posting like they were posting if they genuinely didn't uh if they if they genuinely knew the issue was injury now with Rhea, i get it because raquel is hurt and that was who they were going to probably try and face off with but just make her fight someone else it doesn't have to be raquel Rhea is fine um but uh, yeah and for kevin owens you're right 
But maybe Sammy will end up in the Slim Jim. That can still happen too, I suppose. But I don't know, man. Probably. Or keep him off because I assume that the Kevin Owens, Sammy was supposed to go against the other two of Judgment Day and kind of Kevin Owens' injury kind of just squashed that. Yeah, or Imperium. I, actually, isn't Vin- Vinci hurt again too? Well, they're doing that show where uh, Da Vinci is about to be kicked out of Imperium. So I think they kind of wavered off that. And you kind of notice, like, even on Monday night with Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn versus Judgment Day. So you could kind of tell that. That's the threesome. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, and Dom, double champ Dom. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Love, yeah, that. Like, yeah. Love that. Love uh, that. I don't, but we'll get into that a little more. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Do you see next year we're going to have a double uh, Saturday and Sunday SummerSlam? That's my only last question regarding this. No. Agreed. No. No. Mm. no. You can't take, you can't, if you do that, you kind of take WrestleMania and kind of yeah. get lacklustered. Yeah, it's a WrestleMania. Yeah. All right, I feel you there. Makes sense. Makes sense for sure. All right, let's go talk about the card itself. And let's talk about, and let's start it with the tribal combat for the United, for the undisputed WWE Championship and recognition as tribal chief. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, once and for all. It looks like this is going to be the end of the bloodline. It looks like this is going to be the peak of where this is going. A match that is three years in the making. And we're going to see what's going to happen. Is Roman going to continue his reign? And we and we see him go into the darkness for many months? Or is Jay Uso going to be the one to not only pin him again or make him submit? But will he take his title and end this historic run Roman Reigns is on? Who do you guys think is winning? Roman or Jay? I mean, I'll go first. I guess I'll take Roman. That's the obvious. Did you see the Cody Rose documentary? No, I did yeah, not. But I want they're, to. They're so set in that that Cody Rhodes yeah. is going to be the one for uh, Roman Reigns, the dethrone Roman Reigns. It's mm-hmm. like, there's no chance Jay is going to even come close to winning that title. I think it's going to be some tomfoolery at the end and kind of cost Jay. But I think Jay's going to look strong. Way better than what what was there like Hell in a Cell match? Yeah, where he just got destroyed. I think Jay's gonna come off a lot stronger than that match. I love the Hell in a Cell match too, though. That was good too. It, it, it was good, but I mean, it made Jay look weak, mm. and it kind of downgraded him a little bit back to the tag team division. I think it was meant to though, right? Because it showed that Roman was the alpha or whatever. Right, and his brother was coming back. Yeah, so they needed yeah. the Usos back in full full force, right? So uh, it's kind of. I was going to say, I agree with Jose 100%. Um, I will say that you could have had this match without the title. Had the title gone to Cody already, you could have been exactly where you are, and you could have had, frankly, the more entertaining ending, which is Jey Uso does take over the bloodline. Um, Had the title not been on Roman at this point, obviously you can't do that now because you got to keep the title on Roman until uh, until Mania, until Cody. I think it's. I mean, it's going to still be phenomenal, and uh, they've done a really, really good job of of making Jay feel like he could somehow do this. And I know, like you know, I mean, there's always the chance, right? Roman is going away for a long time. I mean, some people are saying that Royal Rumble might be early 
for his return. Like there's, there's talk that he's not coming back until like well on the road to WrestleMania. And so, um, you know, there's always, I guess there's always that little nugget of Roman's leaving. Maybe they don't, you know, want to lose the title, but they got the, the heavyweight title. So they have a main event for the rest of the year. I think that this is definitely going to be Roman's night. They've done a really good job. They've done a really, I think, a really nice job of building this up, making it matter, added a lot of layers to both characters. Um, and then whatever Solo ends up doing with Jay and Jimmy after Roman, because that's that's continuing. The bloodline's not ending. Roman's just leaving it, essentially. Um, as weird as it is to say that, you know. Um, but Paul Heyman's Solo, Jimmy and Jay are going to be on TV. They're not going away just because Roman is. And so they're going to be beefing still. Um, I think that I'm interested to see what that looks like. And I think this is going to be, this could, this could probably be match of the night, depending on how it ends, depending on, you know, what, what goes down. This could be the best match of the night, I think, um, which oddly enough is not usually Roman's matches. Like we always end up talking about them because they're, you know, these big like cinematic affairs with the, the crazy endings and stuff. Right. We never, we never usually say "Oh, Roman Reigns had match of the night. And I think we might actually get to say that this time. Well, and that's the thing we really have to focus on with this particular match, because somehow in triple H's noggin. And as you said, to prolong this Cody Rhodes story for another year, which is also stupid if you want, if he's really not going to come back till 2024, early 2024 in the road to WrestleMania, I don't know how you're going to sell the us, you know, how are you going to sell us Cody Rhodes's road to redemption? You must really are going to make the most of those last few weeks before WrestleMania, but we'll worry about that then. And it does make more sense narratively that Jey Uso wins this match and ends this whole ordeal and takes over. And it seems that being the tribal chief leader is low-key more important than the titles itself because as you mentioned ryan the titles are really an afterthought they're a consolation prize with this <laughs> but because nobody is smart in the in the <laughs> upper management at the right time it seems or at least there's many examples of people not being intelligent enough to make the right decision we have to sacrifice what could be a very satisfying narrative and because it's august and uh Roman's going. So I just want to focus on the one match at that time. And as long as it's a five star classic, then it's going to be okay. Um, I damn really, very excited, and maybe I just, not five, maybe not five star class, but but, but at least <laughs> at, le at least make make this a three years in the making, like oh absolutely, I think that that's all I'm asking. Can I, can I ask you guys how how do you think it's going to end? The bloodline or the story? No, that match, the SummerSlam. You know that's going to be the last match of the night. How does it end? Good question. I'll go. I I'll think... start with it. Okay, right. go ahead. No, go ahead. You got it. For me, that I mean, you really have to, you have to make this. If I'm looking at this, I know it's hard to. If we're if we're transitioning the narrative part of this, with three years of Jay being on Roman's side. And helping him win a lot of his matches and, you know, taking him to this point and looking at those final promos where Roman was truly gaslighting him. You have to have just Jay bring out that anger and emotion and and the way if I can have those last three minutes, I just. You just have to have Jay just keep 
hitting him and like i'm tired of this i've i'm letting this go you've been pushing me to this edge i will do anything you know fuck the wrestling rules it's personal at this point so i see this match ending with jay giving absolutely everything and i don't know if it's solo or roman or the wise man who gets the cheap finish out of it Mm -hmm. then roman gets the pin and that's how i think it's gonna end i think it's gonna end with Jay truly giving every ounce he has left in him, and then he's just going to be simply screwed out of it just because. Which so would put a I, damper, but I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's a little more emotional than that. I want this match to have a lot of emotion. That's that's one thing I want out of this, and um, I hope they can pull it off, and the, by and don't have Roman do the community theater mental <laughs> breakdown <laughs> that was, that's a given that's gonna happen but yeah exactly that, that that's just his mental oh, breakdown wow. phase. Uh, um but i think honestly what i think is gonna happen is i think both men roman and jay are gonna kind of be chirping solo throughout the match differently of course roman barking orders jay kind of you know i won't say being dismissive because he could just ignore him but kind of you know like out of the way because i Obviously, Solo's going to get, you know, get in Jay's face at least a couple of times. Maybe Jay pushes him out of the way, stuff like that. And I think the match actually ends with Roman looking like he's in trouble. Solo coming in because there's no rules. It's, it's no disqualification. So Samoan Spike to uh, to Jay. Then Roman continues barking orders, right? He's just got saved again. He's like, do it again, do it again, blah, blah, blah. And then I think Jay goes ahead and plants that Samoan spike on Roman and walks out. The bloodline is dead. Like I said, there is no bloodline after this, even though Roman's going to win because bloodlines four people, half those people are gone now. Like even if, even if Roman wins and is the tribal chief, it's a tribe of one <laughs> it's a tribe of solo. And he's about to be gone for, you know, a year. So I think, or half a year. So I think that solo goes ahead and ends the bloodline anyway, at that point, it just becomes a matter of preserving the title. They do another five minutes back and forth, Roman Spear with. What maybe do you not five think, minutes, Jose? maybe two minutes. Yeah, I think you guys think of the borderlines. I don't think the borderlines going to end, not till Mania. Like, yeah, yeah, I like your theories, but I think. Well, I mean, they have to replace the Usos then, which I don't, they don't have anyone yet. I mean, they could but, hire somebody. The bloodline was always Roman Reigns. It was always the bloodline. We're, I mean, from the beginning, it was only Paul Heyman and Roman in the beginning. And then Jay came in and then well, Jimmy. So it didn't become the bloodline until Jay. So you can make it, the argument that Solo's enough. That you, as long as he has one family member, he's got the bloodline. See, but. see they're going to use that storyline for Solo. Like, I can hear you on my honest opinion. I think what's going to happen, they're going to have the match. It's going to be back and forth. Roman, I mean, Jay's going to have his licks. Roman's going to take over and be dominant for a little bit. Jay makes the comeback. Solo comes down. He's conflicted. Not sure to help out who. Not sure if he should help out Roman because he wants to be the tribal leader. Jay comes in. That slight moment of unsureness, he super kicks Solo. Fucking Roman Reigns spears him, blah, blah, blah. Then, then Jimmy comes in. I think Jimmy's gonna cost. So I mean, Jay, if you want my honest, you think Jimmy's gonna join the bloodline again? No, Jimmy's gonna cost them by accident. Oh, by accident. Okay. And then you got remember what you said. Roman Reigns is gonna take a break, 
Roman Reigns doesn't need to lose the title. You just need to change no. the fo- just take him off the focus. So now you can set up Jay versus Jimmy because now you made Jay strong. What are you going to do with him? Jay's strong now. Look at him. He just fought uh, Grayson Waller. He's starting to be main event in SmackDown. You ain't going to bring him back down. Jimmy, you got to come back. You're not going to make him go back to being the Usos. I like now the... Gonna have to... I don't so now... think fans want to see that. Genuinely. Yeah, but that's Genuinely, I want to see Jay not, versus you're Jimmy. Not, it's not, Jimmy's not turning bad. Jimmy did it by accident. So you're no, going to go that. through weeks where Jimmy's trying to convince Jay wasn't. So eventually he's going to come down to that. And then you still got the solo. Now they're starting a little by little. And you can tell Bruce Pritchard is doing is is the focal point of making these storylines because they're he's putting Easter eggs with Roman and Solo. They're little by little, he's putting little things every week, like he used to do back in the day with Macho Man and Hogan. That he's doing the same with them too. And that's gonna implode. Then you're gonna oh, have absolutely. that. And then you it's gonna implode probably at the rumble. Where now it's got to be Cody versus Roman and no hope. And that's where Cody takes the title. So I, I see it as, just to me, I, I see the main event of SmackDown becoming Jay versus Solo. Um, after, after, after Solo takes out everybody, Paul Heyman sticks around with Solo. Because, um, I, again, I, don't, I, I think Roman's going away. I think Royal Rumble, maybe it's a triple threat. Maybe it's just Solo. I could see just solo versus Roman. That's where that, that blow up that they've been teasing, that's going to happen for the title. And that same night, of course, Cody wins the rumble. Um, it, Cody's got beef with both men. Solo absolutely cost Cody the title. So you could even play up like, you know what? Cody almost wants solo to win that title because the only reason he's not champion right now is the solo. Everybody knows it. And so, and solo can even bring that up. Like you would have lost this a year ago. If it wasn't for me, so, and I, so I think Roman beats Solo at Royal Rumble, uh, maintains the title, um, and then we had we had to Cody Roman. Uh, now at this point, Roman has beaten the Bloodline, so you know he's maintained his dominance. He's still a champ. He's still the top guy, but he's all alone. Nobody is on his side. Paul and Solo are gone. Obviously, Jay is gone. Obviously, Jimmy is gone. So that's, to me, I think, I mean, I think it's the easier one. I I, I get what you're saying. I think it would be interesting to have the Usos, like, or it could be interesting what, from the story perspective, but I just don't think that fans want to see either Uso look bad. Uh, like, I don't mean bad as in bad at, like, what their job is. But I mean, heal. I don't think fans want to see either Uso look even remotely heel. They don't want to see the Usos like fight. They're in on the Usos. They like the Usos together. The Usos have you know had this whole journey where they've basically pulled themselves out of a cult. Like you know what I mean? Like they pulled <laughs> themselves out of this thing together. Like it's been Jimmy and Jay together is the reason they got out. And I think that fans, you know, obviously the solo bit is going to continue, and so Jay versus Solo is definitely the logical next step until Roman gets back. But um, I just, See, I don't I, know. I think you're going heel and face. I look at it. You got to think of the same storyline just recently with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They were both good doing their own bullshit. I think it's the same exact way. And I think solo will, I think the best way to do it, I think when it plo- I, I think solo is going to turn good. And then you do the turn after Mania. And then Paul Heyman joins Solo. Because you always want to surprise Paul, Paul Heyman's a Mania. heel. Paul Heyman's a heel. Right. There's no way. You, but you're turning Solo back heel. You want every double, double turn there? You want, yes. 
you want solo solo everybody wants solo good nobody cares about him being he can't it needs a mouthpiece but you ain't gonna mm. get rid of you want Cody Rhodes to fight Roman Reigns you need Paul Heyman to stay with Roman Reigns to stay as the heel like you want they want all the fans to Roman Reigns I mean Cody Rhodes that's the only way you're gonna do it now I can see where now he lost the title and like Paul Heyman's like I'm good Solo comes in whatever and spikes him joins Paul Heyman. Now you have a major heel. Roman Reigns can take another break or whatever he's doing, and now you have another focal point. <laughs> it's crazy. We have to try and book around uh, not, I mean, we too, but the, even the company but, has to try and book around Roman's vacations. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, he's not, he, he barely does any house. I think he does one show every four months. Yeah. So he's not even, and, he the, and he's not even, go, go ahead. I was going to say, he's not doing a movie. There's a strike. So what's he doing? <laughs> It's going home. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Obviously, the bloodline stay so. connected somehow. You know what I mean? I think we all agree that this is not the end of the bloodline feud, but I right. think this is definitely the end of the Roman Reigns part of the bloodline, uh, which could be hit or miss. It could be really cool, you know, uh, bloodline without Roman, or it could be really boring because, yes, see, the bloodline, you know, the bloodline, the bloodline has to have a tribal chief, and if the tribal chief is gone, who knows what's going on? You know. But you know what makes it hard. Taking Roman Reigns, if you take Roman Reigns out of SmackDown, what do you have? Jay like you so? might get Jay, you <laughs> might get, but you, you might get a week of that. What Reigns Reigns going to decline? The best Reigns you get is when Roman Reigns is. There. Oh, what's his name? LA Knight's on SmackDown, right? Yeah, yeah. But LA Knight. Everybody eventually, LA Knight's getting so freaking buried right now. Oh, he's like not eventually. getting buried. We'll we'll get into that when we talk about the Slim Jim, but yeah. he's not getting buried. All right, we're going to say one extra part of this, and this is the pure fantasy, or maybe it's reality, but it's my show, and we're going to talk about The Rock maybe coming back. <laughs> I come Rock back. Rock coming back for what? The wrestling. Back. This man. Wrestling. Let me just say, let me say first before um before we um <laughs> reactions. There is a r- actor strike. It was said today by the SAG president, Fran Drescher. We are getting, we have financially, we are, sorry, let me restart. SAG president, Fran Drescher said, we are ready to strike for at least six months. We want to win this thing. The Rock, let me point out some of these L's he took in the last year. XFL lost money. Black Adam bombed. Young Rock got canceled. This man literally isn't allowed to work. What could he do to erase the bad L's this year? He's not like Steve Cohen and the Mets just buying their players out to go to other teams. He can come back and wrestle this. He could have his beef with Grayson Waller and whatever that is over Twitter beef. They could have their little moment there. Then in this tribal cheat, in the, in this tribal combat, just have the Rock come back and do something. I don't know if you just want to even just stand there or to have that stare down they want. And uh, with him and Roman, if they want to lead that, or he just goes, I'm the real tribal chief, or he goes and helps Jey Uso. I don't know, but put the Rock in because the Rock could use the PR and... He needs something to do, or maybe he just wants to chill does and do really nothing. Need, I don't know. Does he yeah. really need the PR? Doesn't need the PR, first of all. He's the biggest celebrity on the planet. Uh, secondly, <laughs> even if he did need the PR, that's really not WWE's concern. There's no way to put The Rock mm-hmm. into this story that doesn't completely screw Cody Rhodes. 
There is no <laughs> way to do it because we know Roman's gone until WrestleMania season. Maybe if Roman is back for the Royal Rumble, you could try and book Roman versus the Rock at Royal Rumble. Maybe, maybe, Matt. But mm. we don't know if that's even true. And frankly, that would still be too small. Rock versus Roman Reigns is as much as I He's personally dead. don't care to <laughs> see it. I don't think it's going to be that good to begin with. It's a WrestleMania main event, whether I want to admit it or not. And that would mean Cody's gone. Like, there's just no. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not going to happen. I do think he's going to be there because it is, you know, summer. For the Grayson Waller. Just like I, mean, that. No. I think just... he's going to come out. He's going to hit the elbow on Grayson Waller. And that's that. I don't even think he's while his family is beefing like that tweet yeah. said that went more viral than the than the uh, report. Man, your family is fighting and about to destroy each other. You're going to go fight this dude who made fun of you on Twitter. Matt, it's just, it's it's this simple. It's a backstage segment with Paul Heyman where he just stares him down. Do not let him see Roman. If they see each other, then you screwed everything. <laughs> Stare down with you Paul have to Heyman. hide him. You have to hide Roman from <laughs> The Rock. Then do more matches, do more stuff. You have another backstage segment. Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso roll up on uh, The Rock. They talk about, you want to come help us out? Us. He goes, nah, you know, I had my time. <laughs> Now it's your time to prove <laughs> that you are the tribal chief. Then Rikishi the Rock, comes out. No, Rikishi doesn't do that. <laughs> the Rock gives his endorsement to Jay. It's a nice head nod, but he says he, Jay's got to do this on his own. You know, that The Rock's out of the game now. You know, the Rock had his moment at the head of the table, but now, you know, The Rock's got other things to do for the millions and millions of Rock fans who like his movies and like his tequila and like his football league and like his goddamn everything because he's got everything ever under his brand. And then Rock goes home and we don't ever see him involved in the Bloodline story ever, ever again. Well, I understand how that makes sense. And if they did that, that would be kind of lame because you know what people would want to see. But it makes Which sense. Is, yeah, they can't let they cannot let Roman and Rock see each other because then, I mean, <laughs> you'll lose your mind and then everyone else will lose their mind and then they'll <laughs> throw a stupid amount of money at The Rock to put on a subpar match at WrestleMania 40 as opposed to, which he will then lose. So Roman will be heading into year 600 as the champion. Uh, no, not a chance. Veto, hard veto. You have anything else to add, Jose, with this? Well, I don't think it's going to happen, period. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, wait, honestly, that's probably the most accurate take of the three because it's never <laughs> every time we're like, it's going to happen. Just, it it just literally just makes no sense. If you have Rock there, you got to go straight to Roman. You ain't going to go to Grayson Waller. Yeah, no. that's exactly. No, like a one-time thing. He just hits the people's elbow. It, 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 it's, it'll fuck up because in the back of your mind, you're going to think that's not the one. Like everybody's hyped for Roman Reigns and Rock. No like you, you're rock anymore. I mean, everybody still. If it happens, it's still. Well, if it, it, still if it happened, yeah, but no. It's yeah, but if, you, if, if rock comes back, that's where you're. Everybody's pointing to. It's going straight there. I could see just like a hodgepodge of like four, like Shawn Michaels comes out, fucking JBL, the rock. You know what I mean? Like one of those deals, right? And it's just the people's elbow. I I really think they could do it and again. Will they do it? Probably not because the Rock doesn't care about that. Yeah, but much, like, but, but like, big <laughs> Foley come in or Austin come in, right? Like, you don't expect them to fight anybody, but everybody. No, I get what when you're you think of Rock. You're going saying. Roman Reigns. I I get what you're saying. I think they could do it, but they again they probably won't because they don't need to. Just and, just no point in touching it. Yeah, they don't need to. They certainly don't need to. And Rock probably doesn't want to. So. There you go. Especially Grayson Waller just lost to Jay Uso. 
Well, yeah, but he was he's been he's been chirping the rock, and he did the rock signature move. Like he lost, clearly, the, and then he he lost the edge. You got he lost. He's been on. Of course, he team. lost. He's he's been on the roster for a cup of coffee. He can't beat Edge. True, <laughs> but he ain't gonna beat the Rock either. So no, he's no definitely not gonna him. beat the Rock. He's gonna get squashed by the Rock, like Eric Rowan squashed by the yes. Rock. <laughs> I, I just think you save him for when you're about to do it. I, I think, think it'll be a bigger pop. Save him for his Hall of Fame induction. Don't worry about it anymore. If you get, personally, whenever that happens, yeah. Personally, I think you just <laughs> wait for that speech and don't worry about it. All right. So we have Seth freaking Rollins versus Finn Balor for the World Heavyweight Championship. As we remember, seven years ago, they had a match for the Undisputed Championship. Seth Rollins injures Finn out of the championship. Despite winning it, Seth took him out. Seven years later, Finn Balor can get his revenge. It's too bad he has this big faction behind him now because this would be such a great story without the Judgment Day. But, you know, such is WWE life. Do you think, like me, that Finn is going to win this championship and then they will tease Damian Priest stealing it from him? That seems like the obvious thing going into it, right? Did you just say Finn's going to win? Yes, I did. I think Finn Balor will defeat Seth Rollins for this title, and they will have a feel-good moment of getting that championship seven years later after he was injured. Oh, Jesus. I actually agree, Matt. Obviously, Jose doesn't agree. I'll just go into your point since it's your point, uh, and then Jose can do it with the counterpoint. Mm -hmm. I don't agree about the... The, the fake cash in, I think Priest will probably cash in, actually, because um, that's an instant face turn for Finn Balor. He has this feel-good moment, seven years in the making, instantly loses it to someone who's supposed to be his buddy, turns Finn face, gives Priest, you know, head, you know, a little bit of a head start trying to be the top heel on Raw because Brock is going away, so they need a top heel on Raw. Um, and, yeah, I think that they've done – I don't think this was the original plan. I really don't, but they've done such a good job with this feud. Uh, I, I really do think they've done a good job. Consensus online seems to be that everyone agrees that they've done an awesome job with Finn Balor. Seven years in the making, same event, uh, mm-hmm. you know, b- relatively brand new title. Obviously, it was a universal title last time, which was brand new. No one had held it before. Although, you know, Seth is holding this title. It's still brand new, technically. Uh, no, Seth's the first champion. There's so many parallels. I actually do think they... Because no matter what, this ends with Priest as world champion. Like, that's why he's Mr. Money in the Bank. He's not losing his cash. Senior Money winning. in the Bank. Yeah, sorry. Senior Money <laughs> in the Bank. I mean, Priest is going to be the world champion. They, they have no intention on him losing the cash in to Seth or to anybody. So, they're gonna... I think they're just gonna do it. Give Finn that in that moment of celebration then take it away again and boom you've got your next feud seth can do i don't know whatever he wants see seth rollins he can go to freaking smackdown because they need someone else over there now like you know what I mean? mm-hmm. you do whatever he wants um you know he's one of the top guys he's I mean, he's a made guy he's a wwe legend already um he won't this is not going to hurt seth in any meaningful way um but it will absolutely make damian priest's career and frankly it will revive finn Balor's career even more than judgment day on its own already has. Tell us the other side of the argument, Jose. Uh, I mean, without, do you think, wait, first of all, do you think uh, Finn Balor is going to turn face? I mean, if he gets cashed in on, yeah, he's definitely turning face. He's not turning face. There's no way in hell. 
if you look at the storyline how it's perceiving, Finn is way better as a heel than a face. And it just shows it. And even on Monday Night Raw with the confusion and how he did Damian Priest dirty. I get what you're saying, but if, if Priest cashes in on Finn, they can't possibly go with Priest as the face. Can't possibly do it. Especially if, if it happens at SummerSlam. I think Priest, if Priest cashes in, he's going to do it on Seth in front of Finn. So you're saying Seth wins and then some so point ca- in the future? Cash in. Cash you in? can okay. totally see. Sure. No, that's totally. Yeah. It's, he's so better at being the jealous heel. Like his promos are spot on. And if for you to flip him, where everybody's saying his promo game has been the best it's ever been since WWE, since he started WWE. He's oh, not gonna pull 100%. he's not gonna pull that as a face. Those 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 promos are not. So I can totally see what Damien does. If Damien does one, cashes in on set, they do a little the next night around, they do a little celebration. And that's when Finn turns on him and Priest turns face. Totally viable. I, I don't disagree with any of that. And if they're going can, with Priest as the face, then I could totally see it. I just feel like that seven years thing, it, it just if it would it'd be a feel-good moment for fans, even though Finn is the heel. And that's that's the only reason of the two, that's why I picked that one. But that is totally viable. And yes, if you want to keep Finn as the top heel on Raw, then that's what you do. You have Priest cash in after Seth has won a hard fought match or whatever, and then Finn just takes him out. Then you know on Mon- you know on Monday after when they do a Judgment Day celebration, yeah, absolutely that's totally viable. I think that that is probably almost equally likely to what me and Matt said that's right. going to happen. I think it might genuinely be a coin toss, which is why this match is so fun. I could see either person winning this match because I could see them doing either of those two things and having it make total sense with the story they've told because they've been hitting that seven years in the making thing. They've been doing all that stuff, which could, you know, I think that, but they've also, like you said, Finn's been absolutely wrecking it as a jealous heel ever since uh, Priest won the Money in the Bank. So, and, it just, yeah. and it just points out how envy and jealousy yeah. is. And then now you absolutely. see that his has Damian Priest and, and Damian Priest just went surpassed him. Yeah, what he couldn't do, it just enrages him more and makes him even a stronger heel, which then you can replace and bring someone else into Judgment Day. And then you just brung up Damian Priest. By you flipping, who's going to lead Judgment Day? Damian Priest, nobody sees Damian Priest as a leader of a Judgment Day. Are you, so you're, are you ready to disband Judgment Day completely? When I mean, it'd be Ray and Dom would kind of just be doing their yeah. Essentially, it'd be disbanding Judgment Day, really, because Finn and Priest would be doing their thing. Ray and Dom would be doing their own thing, which is what's happening anyway. Yeah, um, but they're doing it as a group. They're going in a grouping every night and every show. Yeah, but the stories going to destroy that. All the stories are separate. That's what right, I mean. But they come, that. but they come together. Oh yeah, they're they physically happen. present. Yeah, they're so, always together. Yeah. If if they, you that's another reason why I don't think Judgment Day will leave because of Dom. How Dom is so over, you need Edge Day for Dom. I think you just need Rhea for Dom. I really do. I don't know if you need the whole package. Eventually, Ray's gonna, uh, Ray is going to leave. I'm not like, it's eventually that's going to take its toll. It's going to take its whole thing. But you need the whole group together. He's Maybe, never yeah. going to win this. He's never going to win a single title. That's why they gave him the North American title. And <laughs> title. You guys are hating good. on Dom. You guys are hating on Dom. Here's I, I, that's I, right. I, I, I don't I like, I'll say Dom. it. I love. I mean, Dom. I like to hate him. I like to but hate him. the perception of him. He's not going for the intercontinental. That's Walter, and he's holding yeah. it for a couple, at least until September. 
So, I mean, you want, that's a, that's also why I also view that as the other jealousy, because now if you give Damian Priest cashes in and Seth, it doesn't make Seth look weak. And no, it doesn't. Then, then you have everyone except for Finn to have a title. Mm-hmm. So it just makes more sense than the enraged and jealousy. Then they're going to transfer over to the next, to that feud. And then you might have a, a triple threat or whatever, wherever that goes. Sure. Yeah. It just, it, it just makes, it just makes common sense. That's the road they're going to. I just can't see where they, you have this jealousy in seven. He does all these promos seven years, blah, blah, and then all of a sudden he just turns face. Yeah. Ultimately it's how you take the seven years promo. If you see it as him being bitter for seven years, which is definitely part of what they're packaging. Then right, yeah, right, right. it makes sense that seven years he gets so close and he still can't do it because right. Damien did it. And right. there you go. That jealousy explodes or seven years. He finally gets redemption. It just when he gets redemption, he loses. I think both are are equally. I think again, coin flip of a match, which is why it's going to be such such a good match, especially compared to last time where we knew Finn was not going to win. We all said right. last time on this show, like if this was next month, <laughs> like if he was doing this for a month longer, mm-hmm. a month longer with the title, then we'd be like, oh my god, who's going to win? They did it. They gave us that second month, and so we're here. And I think what we said last time is still true that both guys have done awesome work. Everyone involved feels like they could walk out as the world heavyweight champion, which is good because that title means almost nothing. So at least the story around the title is compelling and interesting and makes for awesome television. Um, yeah. So I, I agree, Jose, you, you're totally, you could totally be right. I, I had to pick between the right. two. I had to flip a coin. Who did I think of judgment day was going to walk out with the title Finn or Damien? Which is uh, good. I mean, which is good because it's re- really that's probably the only match that's really conflicting. Like yeah, it could go absolutely. either way. I, I agree. It's pretty much the only match that mm-hmm. you know <laughs> that could have uh, some speculation to it. But yeah, and we're gonna see it live together. And join us as well this Saturday, eight p.m. on our YouTube page. Is our third ever productive cast for SummerSlam. Now let's talk about Cody and Brock. You know, for a match that's now for a feud that has extended for four months, for a feud that has gotten pretty ugly, for a feud that you could write so many great, hard-hitting, vengeful, gut-throat things about. The blow-off match, you're telling me the blow-off match is just going to be a regular wrestling match? Stupid, 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 stupid. Uh, No dog collar, no three stages of hell, no hell in a cell. You'd think with all this going on and these promos that now look straight up corny, you'd think the blow-off match would at least have some stipulation, but I guess they're just going to straight up wrestle. And uh, in that sense, it is stupid as hell. I just wanted to point that out. Really? Obviously, Cody is winning. Yeah, you need to have... There needs to okay, be some blood so, into this. There right, needs to be some me, violence. So let, me, let me ask you a question. All right, let's go. Let's believe the theory of Cody Rhodes can beat Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar in real life. What match would you give Cody Rhodes the edge? I told you the three What's stages the of hell. You honestly think three stages of hell he can beat Brock Lesnar in? Yeah, he's also, Cody is, Rhodes. He's the American too, Nightmare. He just had a great way documentary. Way too much. Way too much uh, time for three stages. Of, I thought they were going to do a strap match, actually, or dog collar match, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did think they were going to, but I'm not mad that they're not. I don't. I don't think it matters. I just assumed they would because they kind of sounded like they might. Yes, in all seriousness, the three stages of hell is too long. But let's just say at least a whole no holds bar match. I guess they could do that right before the match if they wanted to. 
I'm I mean, sure, sure, they could well, say just, before this match will ha- be no disqualification at the yeah. last moment. They could do that, sure. I just think this blow-off match should have at least more implications that it's going to be a violent affair because at least that's what those promos are implying. But they're just going to have a regular match. That's interesting. Which of course, which of course, could be good too. But I just feel that you know there should be there should be blood. You see, here's the theory in that you want Cody Rhodes to look strong, right? You put a stipulation in. It's like let's say, let's say dog collars match, right? Or a strap match, either or. They're both pretty, pretty much the same. They're one's in the hand, matches. one's in the neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got at the end of the day, you got to hit the four posts, right? That's how they end the match. They got oh, one. Oh no, corner. strap match. You can pin. Oh, uh, well, usually, usually it's when it's a, a, a little guy versus a tall. Is guy has to hit four, four uh, right, yeah. buckles. Sorry, right, you could go with that theory and let's say that, and then you now it just you'll make Cody Rhodes like he won, but he won barely. Like you well, want yeah, to come strong. Not a real match. <laughs> so, so you want really, really want what you really want is a la Eddie Grill versus Brock Lesnar. Him to distinctly beat him. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with Jose. And NXT actually has done a lot of this over the course of its entire tenure, but especially recently. Like, regular matches have felt like incredibly violent affairs. Look at pretty much everything Ilya Dragunov has done on NXT since coming back from, co- you know, during the COVID times. Every one of those matches feels incredibly violent. Um, and Cody is, you know, of the same, you know, over dramatic kind of ilk as Ilya. Obviously he does it better than Ilya, but um mm-hmm. he so he can absolutely play up the 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 violence of a regular match. Brock Lesnar won SummerSlam, just decided that Randy Orton needed to be bleeding and then went ahead and did that with his bare hands. Uh so <laughs> in terms of we need blood, Brock could just do that. I mean he's an actual, you know, an actual machine. So, I mean, they might even do that. Like they might even call back to when he just decided to bust Randy Orton's head open hard way for seemingly no reason. Um, <laughs> so that could still happen. You could still get your blood. Uh, yeah. I don't mind that. It's a regular match. If it is a regular match, if it's not, that's also fine. He, Cody needs to pin Brock Lesnar. I think he's going to, um, but yeah, I think Cody's going to win. I don't know why you would have Cody lose. Um, he has to overcome the adversity at some point. And I think now is the point to overcome it. Um, maybe he gets thrown in with judgment day after this, you know, he's judgment day. Oh, to fight oh, no, judgment to day. Fight, thought, yeah, sorry, oh, sorry, okay. sorry. Fighting judgment day. No, yeah. he's not going to join the judgment day. <laughs> uh, no, because I mean, he's got to do something until freaking January. So, yeah, right. um, <laughs> who, knows, who knows what that I, is. But Also, I just realized you can't have a, a no-holds-bar match with Cody and Brock because you already have one with Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Yeah, it'd be too similar to tribal combat. Yeah, You'd be comparing yeah. them directly. Yeah. Right, you can't have that. Brock Lesnar retirement match, you think? That's yeah. never happened. I mean, I eventually to ask the he'll question. retire, right? But I don't think it's right now. He'll go away after this, but I don't think it'd be a retirement retirement. I wonder who his next opponent will be. Gunther? Uh, who? Could be. Lesnar after this. Lesnar? I think Lesnar take a break. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm saying returning from break. Who? Like, who do you... Uh, it's too early with? to tell right now. I think you... Who you Logan Paul. Out. Oh, that'll you be fit. the day. Why not? If, Why if, not? Damien, if Damian Priest comes back as a face... That could be big, yeah. Damien, I think he tries to take Damian Priest's title. 
Bobby Lashley again because that still never really got resolved. This is true. All right. Excellent points. And speaking of Gunther, let's talk about the Intercontinental title. Drew versus Gunther. Let's be real. Gunther is going to pass that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Historic reign to have the longest Intercontinental Championship, but I'm sure this will be a fun match at least. That's, That's all I have to say with this. And Gunther... I saw it made Austrian history. He made like mm-hmm. their national paper there. He made the front page of their national paper and, um, you know, go Austria. The, the most, the biggest influence from Austria since Arnold. Yeah. Um, we don't have to talk about the other one before him, but, uh, um, no, 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 at least no, since Arnold, yes. um, <laughs> um, Gunther though, <laughs> this has to be at least a fun affair. At least obviously him, Seamus, and got Seamus Drew and Gunther had a classic match, triple threat match. Now shave the fat from that, and it's just Gunther and Drew. It should be very fun to watch, don't you think? Yeah, I, it sucks. Even that though we know match, who's gonna win. This match shouldn't have been on the card. Um, yeah, like that's that's the only part, I, the only complaint I have because it'll be a good match. Yes, Gunther's gonna win, um, but this match should have been removed. Uh, and this should have been something else. Uh, they, they had too many people. Simple as that. Yeah, they had too many people who needed to have a standout match, a solo match, LA Knight, all of the women we mentioned before that are not getting it so this match can happen just so we can see Gunther win again. Now, Gunther winning is always very entertaining. Drew fighting is always very entertaining. So, But in that regard, it's going to be an awesome match to watch, like physically just to view. But in the back of my mind, and I'm going to be like, mm, there should be someone else's spot. The whole time for the whole was this for the 10 minutes they're gonna go, however long they're gonna go. She could be like, This should be someone else's bit. <laughs> I think this match is for the casual fans, not the the dirt sheet like us, like the internet. Oh, people. sure. This is so you can tell this is so Gunther's big, Drew's big. Yeah, you know, Drew just came back. No, there's definitely reasons to put it on there. I do get it. I'm just in my head, right. I'll, I will never get past it in my brain that this oh, should yeah, have been. Yeah. Becky and Trish or LA Knight winning the US title or something. I, think, I, I wouldn't even put Becky in. I think that match is going to be so corny. Like, I, I wouldn't of course. Even, I'm not, it's, gonna be, it's Trish Stratus. She's like 50. I, yeah, <laughs> but that's why I said I'd rather, I'd rather have Walter, Walter and Drew just because I know, even though I know the outcome, I know well, actually, it's going to be a good match. I think LA Knight probably should have gotten a US title opportunity here. This probably should have been that match. Can we also. Can we also mention, even though it was announced that Matt Riddle will not get pushed anymore, that he beat him on a house show? Like the fuck? Who be who be he be who? I correct me if I'm wrong, but did Matt Riddle beat Gunther in a house show recently? Probably by disqualification. Yeah, yeah I doubt man. that Gunther got pinned. I, I doubt seriously doubt pinned. I don't know. Let me just look that. You're probably right, but I did see something like that. Um um. Anyways, but I'm about to say they just announced that he ain't getting pushed anytime soon. And somehow Riddle just announced that. that. <laughs> Basically, if you saw Riddle's tweet yet uh, from yesterday, Riddle pretty much just announced that. <laughs> uh, Riddle's going. <laughs> he went ahead and just called wrestling fake, which is not something people who are long for the wrestling world do. So, yeah. So I'm reading right here. It says here, Gunther suffers defeat against three-time champion in title match one week before SummerSlam. Unless this That's is a straight-up lie from Sports Kita. It says it right yeah, here. Yeah, it can't be true. Oh, because Sports Kita. It's Sports Kita. It's not real. 
Can I just yes. read the? Let me just sure. read it. It says, "Go ahead." Intercontinental Champion Gunther suffered a rare defeat against Matt Riddle in his title match at a recent Super Show live event in Florida. Oh, like by DQ, then probably. The night's opening match saw the Imperium lead put his title on the line against Riddle in a singles match. However, the bout ended in with interference from stablemates Whoa. Giovanni Vinci yeah. and Luca okay. Kaser. Yeah. The Imperium members' actions led to Riddle's victory via DQ preventing okay. titles. Yeah, that, I'm sure that happened then. However, just... this wasn't the only defeat for the reigning champion. The DQ finish set up a massive six-man tag match in which Riddle teamed up with the Alpha Academy to take on Imperium. The intense bout ended with Riddle, Otis, and Gable picking up the win, marking Gunther's second loss of the night. It's worth noting um he took his lead okay well whether this is an example of clickbaiting it is it is clickbaiting sportskeeda is a clickbait website but is sportskeeda the worst wrestling website say it right now not gonna get into that but jose what uh, do you say you can say (laughs) all right but um read the daily ddt read last word on sports for wrestling that's what you should do i like it i like it so okay Gunther is going to win, and um, he's going to be champion until September. Not too shabby. So, Ricochet versus Logan Paul. That's happening at SummerSlam. Very interesting to say. This is probably going to open the show because Jake Paul is is going against... It's it's not probably. It is opening that show. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Let me just say, Jake Paul is taking on Nate Diaz in a boxing match in Dallas. And um, Logan Paul wants to be on his side. So even though Nate Diaz, the non-boxer, going up against the professional boxer, so wonder how that's going to all go all unfold. But we'll see Logan and Ricochet go at it. Probably, I would say, less than 10 minutes. But can we have Ricochet win for once? Or Technically, no. we could, but no. No. <laughs> no, it's going to be so Logan. You say, so you see Logan taking this. Logan hasn't yes. won a singles match since last summer's match. So, yeah, he's going to win. He's definitely winning. <laughs> How's he going to win? By pinning knockout, Yeah, knockout punch. Ricochet tries a flamboyant move. Gets caught. Done. I do think they'll probably try and do some, like, fun one-upsmanship at the oh, beginning you- of the match. Like Ricochet does like a flip, so Logan does a flip. Then Ricochet does like a double flip, so Logan does like a crazy thing. You're yeah. basically doing it for this is just a viral match. You're basically yeah, yeah, just yeah. looking for like one or two spots to go viral, and that's it. But they're gonna jump the viral. This is the the yeah. viral match. And how and how how great it comes off, it really will determine where you go with Ricochet and where you where he goes. Because yeah. if it's a dud match, his career is done. I, I'll give him oh. a welcome. <laughs> A welcome sign to AEW. <laughs> His career's not done. His career's he, not done. If he doesn't pull this match, it's done. If you don't pull Damian Priest, he's done. It's like stick no. a fork in him. He's going to be sent to the back, waiting for Braun Strowman to come back. He's done. <laughs> so, ready? Listen, here's the deal. Kofi Kingston, love, obviously love Kofi. He can't do the Kofi spots anymore. He's just un- he's failed the last three. So Ricochet's going to get moved into that. So Ricochet, they're going to parade him out every year to do some flips at the Royal Rumble, and he's going to make a bunch of money. Yeah, make a bunch of money doing it. By the way, he's not going anywhere um, in terms of his actual career ending at WWE. But yes, I agree with the rest of it that this is going to be them jumping at each other for a while, and then a knockout punch to win. And if everybody really likes it. 
then maybe Ricochet gets like a, a, a kind of a solid push out of this, you know, a little bit of a singles run because you'll have, you know, coming off that Logan Paul momentum. And if they don't really like it, they're going to say, well, that was fun. And then move Ricochet back to where he came from <laughs> and forget the whole thing happened. Yo, remember when uh, they put Ricochet versus Lesnar in one of the Saudi shows? Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I do remember that. And I think that was a missed opportunity because they crushed him. And I think that would have been more interesting if they did like what they did with Daniel Bryan. I get why they didn't. Because you know, Ricochet, Ricochet. is not Daniel Bryan. Or, sorry, Bryan Danielson. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh... no, I, I do think, though, Jose, you're right, that if this doesn't get some viral attention... They're just going to start ignoring Ricochet again. Yeah, they're just going to rick- That means WWE failed. They missed oh, out. They could not figure it out. Ricochet specifically is what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, it's Ricochet's fault specifically. Logan Paul will bear no responsibility for the outcome of this match, uh, nor will WWE creative, at least in the minds of the WWE creative team. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You really. Hopefully it's that. good. Hopefully it's good, and we don't have to worry about this. I hope so. So... Ronda versus Shayna, a.k.a. Ronda's retirement match. MMA rules match. <laughs> yes, which we literally said at the show, why not have it be an MMA match? And it is. And by the way, let me say the MMA rules for, in this case, the MMA in a, prof- a professional version of MMA rules. Pinfalls are not valid. Matches typically only can be won by knockout, submission, disqualification, forfeit, or by going by referee's decision. Saying that, how is Shayna going to beat Ronda? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I probably submission. I would love for it to be referee stoppage. Like, I would love for the referee to be like, you've hurt her too badly. She's out. She's out cold. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I would love that. I think that, yes, Shane is going to win, obviously. Why would you have Ronda win and then leave forever, potentially? Um, but it's interesting they're doing this because I think what they're trying to do is they realize that the only thing Ronda is good for at this point, uh, and for WWE's sake, obviously, I was, you know, she's a human being, but in WWE's worldview, she's only good for the fact that she was a badass MMA fighter, which is mm-hmm. objectively true. Um so they're just going to see if they can't freaking just take that little piece off and just put it somewhere else. Uh, so they're going to try right. and be like, what if Shayna is our, our MMA fighter? I mean, she is an MMA fighter technically. Um, it just, we'll see if we could just do exactly what we were doing with Ronda that didn't work, but with Shayna because she, you know, can cut a promo and, and is better at wrestling uh, by and large. So I'd be interested to see if it works. This, you know, transfer. It's like uh, was the Space Jam. The Monstars stole the talent from the NBA because <laughs> they're just see if the, Sh- the Shayna stole the talent from the Ronda Rousey uh, MMA fighter. They're going to see if they can just make everyone think of Shayna as an MMA fighter first and foremost. I don't think it'll work, but it'll be a fun match. I'm excited for it actually, which I wasn't excited a week ago so you know the mma rules have given me something to look forward to are they taking the ropes off for this i know the cage down okay what do you say Jose? i'm just gonna go to the sake of argument i'll take wanda rosie Ooh, why just because i said shana <laughs> make this show interesting a little bit um <laughs> but, right, so, so if you were doing it and you, if you if you're gonna book ronda to win how are you doing <laughs> easy 
All right, Ronda wins by Ronda wins by submission. Armbar, of course. <laughs> Correct. We'll go with that theory. Ronda doesn't have an issue, issue with Shayna. Tries to forgive her. Try to give her a hug. Shayna turns, beats the shit, living shit out of her. Gives you a reason. Gives you the reason to get her off the show completely. Okay. And you just and and she got her heat back. Okay. Shayna doesn't need to win this match. Where you? If uh, see, here's my theory. This is where I, I was gonna go with Shayna, but my like now I just got convinced. Listening to you, I go with Ronda. Just you put it. Shayna over Ron. Let's say you do that. Or Shayna wins. Where do you go with Shayna? Straight to the title? Yeah, probably. What's it? Rhea's the champion. You're not going to have two heels go at it. Yeah, sure you can. Rhea's not. Who even knows? Do you honestly, uh, let's be real honest with each other. Rhea versus Shayna is no money. You got Raquel right now. Raquel's going to be the one to take Rhea out. Then guess who comes in? Shayna comes in and takes it. I think Shayna's going to. I think Shayna's going to lose, beats the shit out of Ronda where Ronda's gone. And then guess what? When Ronda does come, decide to come back for a one-off, you got <laughs> you can go right back to that. And guess what? Shayna can get her win back. Take the heat, beat up a bunch of like Dana Brooks and Natalia's in the world. While you're doing that, freaking uh, Gonzalez gets the title because that's where it's leading. And then Shayna can get placed in the other feud. You think Raquel is the next women's world t- champion? If anybody's taking the title of Rita, it's Raquel. Oh, I don't think anybody is. Okay. So you, you we, I, okay, we, it, we it's, it's eventually going to happen. Eventually, you're going to go there. You're going to make another star. You're, oh, you're I, don't, gonna... I think, I think we don't, I think she holds that till next mania. I think we nah. could see Bianca versus Rhea for at next mania. And then maybe Bianca wins the title off Rhea. No, maybe. because then, no, Bianca. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we didn't get to that match. I yeah, that's going to be next. Yeah, yeah we, we got I, the next. Uh, I'll say this. This is one of those... WWE has a lot of matches where like both people need the win, and it's always so frustrating because they put two people who <laughs> need to win. This is like the antithesis of that. Neither person <laughs> needs to win. Ronda's gone probably forever, certainly for a while. And Shayna, to Jose's point... Even if she's the next challenger for one of the two world titles, is not going to win it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, neither one of them needs to win this match. I agree with Jose 100%. Uh, I just think that A, Ronda's been kind of a jerk about wrestling over the last few years. Um, That's why I don't like her. Yeah, but you, you could totally see she'll do a shoddy, a, a shoddy show. Oh, sure. No, I like don't mean she- that. I think she'll so do it either way because she likes money. Make, I'm saying that if you're yes. WWE, you punish but the that, person making fun of the thing on the way out. That well, I think you, yeah, you're right. If you were a freaking break breaker or whatever, not, but you're Ronda Rousey, you're like a national name. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think, I mean, yes, but I think how that loud either, yeah, neither are one of the boos going to right. be when Ronda huh? enters that arena? How loud Very are the boos going to be? Very loud. No one wants to see Ronda. Good right now, but I'm not good. Okay. Obviously, she's you know, still a person. Can't bite the hand that feeds you. And by the way, we're 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 speculating this is her last match. Like oh, nothing no, came out of this. Nothing's came out of it. Well, we're assuming it because it's dirt sheet. But not Ronda hasn't said anything. WWE hasn't said anything. We're going an assumption. This is it. We don't I exactly mean, think, know for sure. Th- we just I, know that she's going on a break. 
I have not. enough folks that I, I I trust from the stuff that I do. Like I'm I'm not a journalist. I've I've never claimed to be one for for wrestling. I don't do dirt sheets. That's not what I write. But I work with people who do the rumor, you know, the rumor mills, and they they try and find these stories. I've heard it enough times now that I believe it. That Ronda maybe again. You never say never. Money is a really strong motivating factor. But Ronda's not looking at it. Ronda's not looking at a future return. If right. something comes to her, a couple years down the road. Maybe she'd reconsider, but need some bad investments and need some cash. Sure. Yeah. But Rhonda has no, from what I've been hearing, it sounds like Rhonda has no immediate plans on a return to WWE. Like not 10 years, not four years, no plans, you know, anything could change, but no plans. Let's focus on the other women's match in this, a triple threat, Oscar versus Charlotte versus Bianca for the women's world championship. Pretty, pretty star studded. I'm really excited for this. Mm, yeah. I want to hear Jose's take since he seemed ready to go like 10 minutes ago on this. Exactly. So started with Jose. What do you, what, what's on your mind with this? Are we really debating? We, we know Oscar's going to win this, right? And we know Bianca Belair's turning heel finally. Let's go. So I don't, I mean, I, I think you're right about the Bianca thing. Bianca's definitely going to come out of it with a new. I don't know about a heel attitude, but a heel-ish attitude. Oh, because she's, she's so- joining. I think she's going to end up joining whatever the hurt Bobby business and the yeah. I don't know if they're calling it that, but if they do, she's going to join them. And people really like the hurt business. They do like genuinely. And so, even if it's meant to be a heel faction, I don't know that it will be. So I don't want to call her a full heel, but she's going to get that attitude, that mean streak. She's going to, you know, bend the rules to try and get ahead. She's going to act like a heel. I just don't know that she'll actually end up being one because by joining Bobby Lashley and people are just excited to see the Hurt Business back, I think that they're going to, you know, cheer them either way. Um, But yes, I agree with that bit, but I don't, is it bad that I kind of feel like Charlotte might win? Well, she always wins, which is definitely part of it. But I'm like, I'm I'm conflicted here. I'm not not saying it's Charlotte because obviously EO is Asuka is like the big money match that they're trying to get to. Um, Correct. And so the only way you do that is if Asuka wins here. Mm. Correct. But then you also, EO is going to cash in on Asuka and that's what sparks that feud. But you also... Charlotte face. If you have a face Charlotte, Bianca's full flow heel. It's the only way you can't make Bianca heel unless you have Charlotte as a face. Charlotte's not a face. She even if she, she is a face, she's not a face. Still turn face. <laughs> she, she's not, but she is. Sure, fine. I, yeah, same as Bianca's going to be a heel, but she'll be with Bobby, and everybody loves Bobby, so they'll still cheer anyway. Uh, yes, she'll they'll boo Charlotte even if she's doing good things, um, which is why I think that ultimately they're going to end up balancing each other out no matter what happens. Um, either you know they stay traditional face heel or they both switch, but nobody likes Charlotte and everybody likes Bianca and Bobby and the Street Profits together as a new her business. And so they'll cheer for them anyway. So it ultimately will mean nothing in terms of the fan reaction. But I don't know. I'm, Do you I'm really think this. they're going to cheer? The, you put a lot of stock on people cheering the Hurt Business. I think they're going to. I really do. People have wanted the Hurt Business Hell for years. No. They've wanted the Hurt Business back for years. Yeah, as heels, not no fail. Nobody, they want them no, back. They're going to cheer. They're cheering. They're cheering. Ain't no... 
Nobody's looking for the hurt. As business. soon as, as soon uh, as the, as soon as the graphic comes up, people are going to cheer. Mark my I words. Was, I was looking at signs. I didn't even see a sign when I went to the garden for a hurt business to come back. Mark my words. People I think are it's into ma- the hurt business. Yeah, because they're looking for a nice heel group. Like, but they got judgment. I haven't heard not one person be like, I'm begging for the Hurt Business to come back. <laughs> for years, they've wanted the Hurt Business to come back. Every time Bobby Lashley's on screen with like anybody who was in the original Hurt Business, the next day, it's just people like, but, Hurt Business for la- you. Last time, last time Bobby Lashley was on TV, everybody booed about the damn building. So you're trying sure, to tell me put put them put the street. He wasn't, in the, he wasn't in the herb business at that point. He was but, just Bobby Lashley. You think you think you put in the street uh, street profits that's pretty much doing nothing, and then you put a, a heel Bianca Belair, they're gonna all decide. Yeah, you know what? I'm Let's gonna show these guys. No, here's what the actual math here is. One, yes, I think two people do actually really want to see the herb business back. Genuinely, I do think that everything I've seen indicates that there's that there's a sizable group of people who would love to see their business come back. So that's number one. Number two, the profits, the only thing they'll have done to turn heel is get in a limousine with Bobby Lashley. And Bianca, even if she does turn heel, is still Bianca Belair. She's still, like, beloved. Some of the most cherished moments of the last five years, four years, on NXT, Raw, and SmackDown have revolved around Bianca Belair. I, I mean, obviously, people will do what they got to do, you know, they're coded to follow the show to some extent, but no one wants to dislike Bianca. They want her to do something different because they're bored. They don't need it to be heel turn. They just need her to do something different, to get out of the title scene, to change her character up a little bit, and joining this new faction will do that. But essentially, you're taking three faces, throwing them with Bobby Lashley in the Hurt Business, which people want back anyway. I don't, I don't think they will, boo. I mean, maybe a little. I'm not saying it's going to be like John Cena Royal Rumble return when that Hurt Business logo pops up, but people are going to cheer uh, when they get what they've been asking for. Um, And more than half the group was a face a week and a half ago. So I don't, I don't think that it's going to be a a lot of booing. Um, However, I'm going to say this. Um, I think that if we're going to do Damian Priest cashing in on Seth, Mm-hmm. As you're saying, like, I'm just going to use your worldview for this one here. Mm-hmm. Then I think they're going to do my story, but with EO and Bailey. So I'm not, I'm going to say that Charlotte wins this match. I'm going to go for it. You, you picked uh, Rhonda to make things interesting. And I'm going to pick Charlotte to make things interesting. I think Charlotte wins because, you know, of course, um, mm-hmm. they get Bailey versus Charlotte. You know, Charlotte's going to be a fake face, as we've discussed. No, no one will like it, but it'll be Except fine. Except you. Well, I mean, I like Charlotte as a heel, too. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm not discriminatory. I just like Charlotte. Um, Bailey's going to be a challenger for Charlotte. Bailey's going to finally win the title. He is going to cash in on Bailey. Boom. There you go. That's going to be, again, do I think that's right? Probably not. But I also don't think Ronda's going to win. So this is my Ronda Rousey pick. Just to make it interesting, I could see them doing it. It'd be interesting. I'd enjoy it. Uh, and then you just do Asuka after. You don't need Asuka to be the champion. You could have Io be the champion and Asuka faces Io. That's fine, too. Should be cool. Should be really cool. And the final match to discuss is the SummerSlam Battle Royal, a.k.a. here's your <laughs> paycheck match. The Slim Jim match. Uh, who's, do you even know who's in it? We so know that confer- Sheamus and LA Knight are in it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, well, the confirmed participants as uh, right here 
on this site, it says, yes, L.A. Knight, Sheamus, Tommaso Ciampa, okay. Sasuke Nakamura, Otis, and Chad Gable so far. Nice. You, can, you can add Bronson Reed to that, too. Mm-hmm. So I see um, uh, Jones might be in there. He's my pizza peeing soon. So we expect L.A. Knight to take this, give him part of his push. But how do we make this interesting of any sort? You go think- over the front row. You go over the top rope. Now you go over the top rope. Oh, my God, you go over the top rope. Here comes a legend. He's going off the top rope. All right. So Sounds like you just gonna... don't like battle royals then, Matt. No, I do, but I'm just like, like you said, like. <laughs> you just described every battle royal and Royal Rumble ever. <laughs> but you did it, like, angry. <laughs> it's just like, what What else are you going to do? Why couldn't we put LA Knight in, a, you know, the United States title match, which isn't going? I want to be on the record here. I don't like Austin Theory. And I'll say on his birthday, happy birthday. But you are annoying. You suck. And I wish there was a match to see LA Knight versus you in the United States title. I know Ray was picked, but um, he received a concussion. And hopefully he recovers from Maybe that. Maybe Ray was picked. Or uh, Escobar won. Okay, sorry. You're right. Escobar, Escobar I mean. won. Anyways, but... Why couldn't we do LA Knight? You should put some respect in his name, though. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm sorry for everyone I've offended in the wrestling community. (laughs) But um, that's what should have been the match is Austin Theory versus LA Knight to make this push. But, uh, you know, we don't want, we don't, uh, WWE doesn't want to be proven wrong when they don't (laughs) pick who's going to be the champion. The people pick who want, who they want to be the champion or they want to have a push and then they, um, demote them out of spite. But we'll see. I saw another report saying they're not demoting him out of spite. I, I need him to win the title just so we, can stop having this conversation because it's not true. <laughs> you hey, don't the, I'm, need... I'm just react. I'm just representing the people who love it. Like, I hear, hey, no, I get one, it. You're representing one, um, the yeah movement. Yeah, definitely. yeah movement. Um, he, he's better than the United States Championship. He doesn't need United for States sure. He could I win it. That It'd there. be fine. Um, do you guys remember? This is a long time ago, but I'm sure, assume you all do. When Enzo Amore was cruiserweight champion, <laughs> oh, and they they did a segment. During like you know they had that one time where the ropes be- magically became purple and they had a cruiserweight segment <laughs> on every raw, and they had, yeah, and they had Enzo come out and they had every single cruiserweight in the division <laughs> come out, and Enzo just obliterated all of them on the microphone. <laughs> it was very funny. I say, you do that. You want to make this interesting because I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, Ellen Knight's a fine professional wrestler. But he's not like special in the ring. You know what I mean? I'm not like I need to see that LA Knight match. Like <laughs> LA Knight is special because of his connection with the fans and because basically he's funny on the microphone. Um so yeah, everyone's in the ring, have a couple people do their entrance, as you always do, and then before the match starts, the last entrant is LA Knight. He's got a mic in hand and he just makes fun on his way down to the ring. Walk around <laughs> it once or twice. Everybody else in the match just runs down everybody else in the match. Then they have the match. They, you know, blah, 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 blah. LA Knight wins. And now it's because there's no stakes other than maybe a Slim Jim. Uh, you got Winter to becomes showcase. a spokesman of Slim Jim. Yeah. You get to showcase LA Knight. For real. So, like, yes, he'll have won the Battle Royal. That's fine. You know, but his he shines on the microphone. It gives you a chance to do a couple minutes on the microphone um, with L.A. Knight. 
And so I think it'll be a fine showcase for him. I assume that's what this is. Um, the only thing I could think of, granted, I know he's in this match, is that Grace, the Grayson Waller thing, if they don't have a legend coming out, they could have LA Knight beat him up. Someone's got to beat up Grayson Waller. They've pretty much promised it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be where you showcase LA Knight, in which case you don't need to do this whole promo, you know, shtick because he'll be able to do it with Grayson Waller. But I think you have to get, get a microphone in LA Knight's hand because that's where he shines the most. And it'd be something interesting. It'd be like when, uh, what's his name? Like Bray Wyatt was like giving a sermon in the middle of the Royal Rumble that one time. Yeah. It was, it was kind of cool. Like something interesting, you know, to break up what is, like you said, Matt, arguably not that fun to watch in from an in-ring perspective. Um, but yeah, yeah, this could have been a singles match for, for night. Uh, obviously I do feel like my girl Trish Stratus was, uh, was, um, was wronged egregiously. And so for me, make more sense if it was for her, but I understand that that's not everybody's opinion. Um, I think at least LA Knight's going to win, right? So that's that's the good news. Are you are you really going? I'm, I'm taking the field. Who who do you want to win? I'll take the field. I'm not. I don't think LA Knight's going to win. Oh, you just Easy. anyone but LA Knight, huh? I'll take anybody but LA Knight. I think I'm still going to win. Yeah, okay, fine. Take Otis to win. I'll no, take... he's just saying the field. <laughs> He's saying anyone I'll take, but I'll, I'll take the field. LA Knight, I don't because I don't know who the hell's in the match. I'll take the field. I feel like I'll the reason Chad, we all know. I'll I'll take Chad Gable. I'll take <laughs> Otis. I'll take <laughs> Champa. I'll take them all. I'll be honest. I think the reason we don't know who's in this match is because it doesn't matter that much. They already announced who's gonna win. <laughs> I think I think there's a I think I honestly think there's a reason to it. There might be. I think I think I think is the second was all right. So let's like ever since the last since Money Bank, LA Knight's kind of just wandered. Like he does a a, a a before SmackDown promo with Hit Row. He gets that done. He gets into a tournament. He lost that. Blah, blah. Like there's never he's been blunt, like just above water. He's like he's there, but he's not there. Like there's not a real story. WWE doesn't like to push push people. Okay. Who relax for relax for a second. So like deep breaths, my, deep breaths, man. there's there's a reason there, there's a reason why Escobar in theory is not on on SummerSlam, correct? It's on a SmackDown show. Yeah. All right. So Austin Theory might be on that map in that on that rumble. Oh in the Slim Jim thing? Yeah. Could be, but my point is, you want oh, a storyline. I want to see him get you, beat up at least. Then. You you want to you want a storyline for LA Knight. Like you can use this. Someone could throw him over the top rope. Start that kind of storyline. Whoever wins the rumble, I mean, comes in. LA Knight comes in and does his little stupid move, and he goes, "Yeah," and out the door mm-hmm. he goes, and you got a few insta feud right there for him. Could be Austin Theory because Austin Theory has been floundering. As it could be Waller, you want to push him. You can push two rising stars at the same time. You could do that, mm-hmm. it, but I just don't see if LA Nate wins. All right, cool. Where do you go with it? Same what place you do? Because all he did was win the Slim Jim, so no one cares. Right. So <laughs> nobody cares. But <laughs> nobody cares. But let's now you can use that to make it so like make it a feud for him to come into. That's the reason why I take uh, the oh. field. You it's just an instant. It's an instant. The dark timeline? The darkest timeline? 
there's rumors that um, a rival from LA Knight's past might be coming back at SummerSlam. The lights go out and the freaking puppets come out. And See, Bray Wyatt I, shows up I, at the end. I think I think Bray back Wyatt the com- worst feud. No, Bray last Wyatt, year. Bray Wyatt's coming for Cody. Uh, Cody or Brock, actually, I do think if we see him, it's going to be after that match. Brock, Brock, Brock already said he doesn't want to want to fuck with because uh, they offered that match to him one time. He said no. Like, he doesn't yeah, he want wanted, Yeah, but he wants money. I feel like yeah, you but can he, convince him he, with money. You, but you can instantly. Would you do a Cody Rhodes after Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar can go back home to fucking Minnesota or Vancouver, where the fuck he's from, and <laughs> miss him for a little bit, <laughs> and, and he'll come right oh, back right. three months later. It for could no totally reason, be Cody. And just comes in F5 just like he did and for no reason or never we never got a reason why he did it to Cody Rhodes. So they can just do the same. <laughs> yeah, same he just did it for no reason. Just did it to this day. I don't he, like three months, four months later, we still don't know the reason. But Cody Rhodes does. <laughs> Cody does. Yeah, he does, but he has a shit instead of us. Not he, he can do that anytime. But what do you do with Cody Rhodes? You can't you can't put him in judgment day. No. You can't go put that storyline because you got set. You got uh, what's the name of uh, uh, Zane and uh, Owens going with that story? What other heels do you have? Nothing. Gunther, but he's busy too. Gunther's gonna go deal with. He's gonna deal with Drew McIntyre prior to the Saudi show, and maybe that's when what's the name takes the title away from. So you really got the one person that's so far, or there's only two people. Realistically, Monday night you can either get Randy or he come back, RKO's him out the blue. Or lights go out and puppets are around the damn building. And you're gonna go back to the Bray Wyatt old. Which well, is that's the theory. I will say, interestingly, both those options involve like uh, another second generation wrestler. Correct. And Cody's big thing, you know, is always. I mean, I think part of the reason the Roman rivalry was so good is because like the whole family bit. You know, Cody's entire you know thing is family, and right. so Bray's got a family. Randy's got a family. So actually, I don't hate it. And I do think it's very possible that we get Bray back a little bit darker, a little less of the I, I love Bray. Matt, I don't I know you're kind of new to the I don't know if you've heard all of our previous episodes, Jose, but I'm a Bray Wyatt apologist. I even tried mm-hmm. to make the Bray Wyatt WrestleMania bit with Randy Orton and the freaking Jack in the box. I even tried to defend that. And I just I floundered for like 10 minutes before I just admitted it wasn't good. Um, yeah. So. I, I like Bray, but the last run was bad, um, which is why I brought up the LNI thing. But no, I think that's a good shout. Uh, I think he is probably coming back soon, and it'd be cool if we got to see him go right into Cody. Uh, add to that but adversity. I, but honestly, I don't, if if Bray White comes back, it's not going to be the fiend. No, it's it'd be something. Totally it's gonna he's it's, it's gonna bring back the old Bray White gimmick back, or something totally Husky again, totally Harris. Different. No, not that old. <laughs> well, well, no, definitely okay. not. A little newer, or again, or something totally different. Uh, you know what I mean? He's very creative. We'll see what he does. It'll be heel though. He won't. They won't try and. Keep yeah, him he'll definitely guy. be heel. But you can also bring him back as Bray Wyatt of old, and you can also bring the Wyatt family, a new Wyatt family, back. I'm interesting. Like Joe Gacy, Gacy, you can skin him. Is they're leaving in two? That that tag team is leaving in two months. They are. Yeah. You can bring him back. Uh, you still got you signed uh, Bo Dallas. You can yeah. bring him in the group, so you can start a whole new group back in. Come back. It'd be cool like, if they could actually convert people this time. That was one thing I hate about the Wyatt family. They had a cult, 
And then no one ever joined the cult for real. Like they joined it pretend. And then they all were like, haha, I was kidding. I want someone to not be kidding. I want someone to actually be like, <laughs> like they fought them, they lost and they actually converted and they just stay in the YF family. Um, that, you can bring Rock's daughter because she ain't doing shit. In NXT. Uh, she's I mean, uh, no offense. She's real bad at professional wrestling. So I think she needs to stay right Right the yeah, but you just make her a manager. You don't have to. She knows how to take bumps. That's all you really need to be a manager. You don't have to be Sister Abigail. Is what everybody is talking. Oh, wait, you got Alexa Bliss, and she's yeah, she pregnancy, but she can come back. Yeah, I mean, you can do like that's where I'm heading with Cody on that. I think that's where they're going. I think that's the rumors everybody's been saying. Well, it's definitely Bray. I don't know which Bray, but it's definitely but you know new Bray or an old Bray, but it's definitely Bray. Yeah. 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 The Fiend, I, I never liked it, the Fiend. I mean, it, he looked cool in the beginning, but. He was wound up being a big, silly joke that WWE, you had someone so intimidating, something so refreshing, and something so new. And you do a Hell in a Cell match that ends by a referee decision. It's like you are insulting our intelligence as fans. And you made this wrestler look like a damn idiot. I don't care about Bray White coming back because WWE is going to find a way to make him look like a fool. He should be a film director. But that would, that. that Bray Wyatt, that that fiend was was that, that that was so destined to be a, a, a train wreck. Like he was so unstoppable. It's a hard character like, to book. Jason Voorhees yeah. works really well in a horror movie. He works way less well <laughs> in, in a professional wrestling. Yeah, but no, it's that, like that, he, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't really put it together. How yeah. how do you how could you do a, a genuine supernatural figure it, like that yeah. in wrestling where it you was come bound out to get hard? Yeah, where you have. To, I mean, one of the most important aspects of a horror character is the darkness, and you can't do that. In a wrestling match. Well, they did the darkness because they had the red And it looked stuff. dumb, stupid. Well, yeah, but and it was sponsored by Mountain Dew. No, what they what you need is when you have someone like that. I mean, same with with Jason. You need Freddy. <laughs> like, if you wanted to have a match with someone who's supposed to be this unstoppable monster, the only person then who can ever beat that monster is a second unstoppable monster. And then you just <laughs> created a problem because now you've got two people who can never lose unless they're fighting each other. <laughs> So, I mean, yes, I agree, with, I agree with Jose. It was going to be difficult. Triple H, like why? That. It's going to be hard to put that, that for more than a couple months. <laughs> That's why I never oh, liked wait. it. Even even the demon character, Finn Balor's demon, was so. Oh, he lost all the time. So <laughs> he lost like out of all the times he probably lost three times. All of them on the main roster. <laughs> oh yeah, like when he was at NXT, they demon. It was it was done. That match is up. There's no way that the prison was winning that. Actually, once, right? Because they took the title uh, off. Uh, was it as was it as yeah. demon? I believe so. Is wrestling supposed to be this hard? I guess so, but <laughs> uh, and and uh, dumb question: Are wrestling writers part of the Writers Guild? Are are they known no, as independent in, writers? They're independent. Everyone's independent contractors, Matt. That's how they get to okay. do all the things they do. <laughs> just make it sure just make it sure because I don't know if you could have the best writers in the world can they convert a wrestler like that believable oh sure but you need to A build the entire company around them and B you have Aaron to give Sorch. them 
long break. You have to give them like long breaks. Like you do like two or three months, maybe four months, and something happens. You know, someone barely survives, like a DQ finish or like a count out finish, holds on to the title. And then, you know, you go a long stretch and then you bring them back to do another rampage. I mean, it's horror movies. Horror movies are the monster comes out, destroys a bunch of camp counselors, they figure out how to stop them for a little bit. And then, and then the sequel. Four year, yeah, four years you know later, it, the sequel comes out and it all happens again. That's what you, you have to do. It, you know, it's it's just like Roman Reigns. It's like now, but you need to give him like the problem with Bray. You never gave him no weakness. Like oh, yeah. what Jason Jason is water. Freddie is you pull him out of your dreams. Oh yeah, he, yeah like, he, everybody had a had a weakness, but with Bray Wyatt was there was none. Jigsaw, <laughs> had, Jigsaw had cancer. Turns out yes, yeah, everybody. <laughs> That was the issue. They never gave him a weakness, something somebody can come and pull through. Qualifications. And Goldberg. His weakness was Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, insulting our intelligence at that point. That was the closest to, you know, that was Freddy, I suppose, right? Freddy versus Jason. They got another monster from the past to come out. That was should so have, fucking... Should have been somebody like Kane or Undertaker, like actual monster, not a Goldberg, but... <laughs> This is another, and part of that is why I like talking about this because of just, you know, fucking Goldberg. I fucking <laughs> I think that's a good note to end on. LA Knight win that battle royal, but yeah. as I said, 8 p.m. We are going live here on this YouTube channel and at Productive Conversations Podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, check us out. 8 p.m live streaming this whole event and we will see how these stories unfold in real time so it's going to be a good time for sure jose and ryan i thank you guys so much and i'm really excited to go really really in deep with this while the show happens can't wait all right good night have a good night i'm excited Great stuff, Ryan and Jose. We will see you on Saturday night live on our YouTube page, our third ever productive cast, live streaming SummerSlam 2023. I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdComoPod, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at Productive Conversations. So, so we will be back here on Tuesday talking baseball and seeing where the hell the rest of the season is going to go as we head into the dog days of summer and tune into our other content. We have a lot of other good stuff coming for you this month before we get ready for football. And it's going to be a great ride from there. A mixture of football and other topical shows this, su- this fall. It's going to be a great time. So again, one last reminder, don't forget to check us out this Saturday on our YouTube page. That's at Productive Conversations Podcast. We are going live at 8 p.m. to live stream SummerSlam. Again, that's this Saturday night, August 5th, 2023, 8 p.m. live on YouTube. We are going to live stream SummerSlam 2023. It's going to be a good time. Thank you to Ryan Page and Jose Rivera for contributing to the show today. Thank you to Alex DeJesus for what he does behind the scenes. And thank you 
the greatest fans and listeners in the world for always supporting us and tuning in each and every single week. I love each and every single one of you. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family, and I will see you all this Tuesday. Much love. Have a great weekend. Peace. All she needed was some.